An investor without investment objectives is like a traveler without a destination. There can be multiple objectives to invest, but one of the most important reasons is to reduce tax liability. Investments are the best way to reduce tax liability. If you have done a proper financial and tax planning, then the deductions for investments will be subtracted from your gross total income and you need to pay income tax on the balance income as per the income tax slabs. As we know, you can opt for the new tax slabs with concessional rates from financial year 2020-2021 onwards or else you can continue with the existing tax slabs. However, in the new tax regime, you cannot take the most common exemptions and deductions that are available in the existing tax regime. There are various options in the old tax regime to reduce your tax liability by making certain investments or expenditures. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Blank Check by Black. I am your host and those Prarthana and in this week's podcast, let us understand how to make better investment decisions with tax planning. Firstly, ELSS. The first investment option that can give you tax saving opportunities by earning maximum returns is the Equity Linked Savings Scheme or ELSS. ELSS mutual funds are tax-saving mutual funds that provide tax deductions up to Rs. 1,50,000 under Section 80C from your income. The asset allocation in ELSS mutual funds is mostly made towards equity and equity-linked securities such as listed shares. They may have some exposure to fixed income securities as well. It is important to note that these funds come with a lock-in period of 3 years and you cannot redeem your holdings until the completion of this period. ELSS does not provide guaranteed returns. However, investing for a long-term horizon, say 5 years, can provide excellent returns than any other tax-saving investment option. Also, on redeeming the units, you will have to pay long-term capital gains only if the gain is Rs 1 lakh or more in one financial year. Any LTCG above this limit is taxed at 10% of the gains exceeding Rs 1 lakh without indexation. Now, let us look at another most beneficial investment option whose deduction is available under Section 80C. Yes, you guessed it right and it is PPF. Well, the Public Provident Fund is one investment vehicle that falls under the exempt, exempt, exempt category. This, in other words, means that all deposits made in the PPF are deductible under Section 80C of the Income Tax Act. Furthermore, interest and the maturity amount are also exempt from tax. The current interest rate of PPF is 7.1% per annum that is compounded annually. You can see this interest rate is more than the interest rates that are offered by the banks. It is one of the key instruments for building long-term wealth without risk. As a rule, you can fully withdraw the PPF amount balance upon maturity, that is, the completion of 15 years. Now, let's move forward to yet another best option under Section 80C and that is LIC or ULIP plan. Here's a fact for you. Not many are aware that the premium paid towards a ULIP plan is also eligible for a tax deduction under Section 80C. Unit Linked Insurance Plan or ULIP is a mix of insurance along with the investment. 
insurance company puts a portion of your investment towards life insurance and rest into a fund that is combination of equity or debt or both and matches your long-term goals. The long-term the and the lock-in period of the ULIP plan is 5 years. The returns out of the policy on maturity are exempt from the income tax under section 1010D of the Income Tax Act. But remember, if the annual premium of your new ULIP investment is more than rupees 2.5 lakhs, the return that you will get will no longer be tax exempt. Next up is the scheme that can facilitate a regular income post retirement and that is NPS. The National Pension Scheme is a social security initiative by the central government. The NPS is a good scheme for anyone who wants to plan for their retirement early on and has a low risk appetite. You can claim a deduction up to rupees 1.5 lakh for NPS contributed by you. Section 80CD1 covers self contribution which is a part of the overall limit of rupees 1.5 lakh of section 80C. If you have invested in NPS you can claim a maximum deduction of 10% of the basic salary and earnest allowance but not more than the said limit of rupees 1.5 lakh. Say the ATC limit is not completely consumed say only rupees 1 lakh is invested for ATC deduction or a balance of rupees 50000 150000 subtracted 1 lakh you can make an investment in NPS and claim a deduction under section 80CD1. However, this rupees 50000 should not be more than 10% of your basic salary plus dearness allowance. For the self-employed taxpayer, this limit is 20% of their gross income. The government also allows you to claim additional self-contribution of up to rupees 50000 under section 80CD1B. Such deduction is in addition to the rupees 1.5 lakh limit mentioned earlier. hence you can claim a total of rupees 2 lakh deduction by investing in nps also there is one more interesting provision that is section 80cd2 and it covers the employer's nps contribution there is no monetary limit on how much you can claim deduction for the employer's contribution but it should not exceed 10% of your basic salary and dearness allowance 14% in case of central government employees Now let's move on to the next tax saving investment and that is senior citizen saving scheme. The SCSS is primarily for senior citizen of India above 60 years of age. You can get an income tax deduction for such investment up to rupees 1.5 lakh under section 80C of the Income Tax Act 1961. Citizens who have opted for the voluntary retirement scheme or VRS or superannuation and are in the age bracket of 55 to 60 years can also opt for the scheme the scss is a government backed retirement benefits program one can invest a lump sum in the scheme individually or jointly and get access to regular income along with tax benefits the current interest rate applicable to scss is 7.4% per annum this rate of interest is set quarterly by the government You can withdraw the corpus after 5 years of maturity. Let us now see 
how certain expenditures will help you take tax benefit yes you heard that right and the tax saving tip number 6 is home loan when you buy a house on a loan it comes with multiple tax benefits too that significantly reduces your tax outgo the interest portion of the emi paid for the year can be claimed as a deduction from your total income up to maximum of rupees 2 lakh under section 24 you can claim a maximum deduction for interest paid on self occupied house property of rupees 2 lakh for let out property there is no upper limit for claiming interest hence if you have a housing loan you can significantly reduce your tax liability It is important to note that each co-owner of the house property can claim such deduction in the ratio of their ownership provided the loan is in each of the co-owners name. The principal amount of a home loan is also eligible for tax deduction under section 80C. Therefore as a family you will be able to take a larger tax benefit against the interest paid on the home loan when the property is jointly owned and your interest outgo is more than rupees 2 lakh per annum so if you are repaying a home loan you can take an additional deduction over and above section 80c tip number 7 health insurance the amount you pay towards health insurance premium can be claimed as a tax deduction under section 80d You can claim up to rupees 25000 annually for a health insurance policy for yourself. You can claim an additional deduction of up to rupees 25000 for payment of health insurance premium for your parents. However, if they are senior citizens, you can claim up to rupees 50000 deduction for premium paid. Therefore, health insurance premium paid for self and senior citizen parents can help you save tax up to rupees seventy-five thousand in a financial year. And if both taxpayers and parents are senior citizens, the maximum deduction of rupees one lakh can be claimed in a financial year. Next up is education loan. If you take an education loan and are repaying the same then the interest paid on the education loan for higher studies is allowed as a deduction for the total income under section 80E the deduction is provided only for the interest part of the EMI there is no tax benefit for the principal part of the EMI the loan can be of self spouse or children or for a student for whom the individual is a legal guardian you can take such deductions until the loan is repaid but restricted to 8 years only starting from the year in which you started repaying the loan next hra or house rent the allowance is for expenses related to rental accommodation if you live in a rented accommodation the salaried individuals can reduce their tax liability by taking the hra deduction the deduction available is the least of the following amounts actual hra received 50% of those living in metro cities and 40% of those living in non metros actual rent paid less than 10% of basic salary plus dns allowance if you are self employed or salaried where you have not received hra at a time during the year you can claim a deduction under section 80g of the income tax act the list of the given amounts will be considered as the deduction under this section Firstly, rupees five thousand per month. Then twenty-five percent of adjusted total income and actual rent less ten percent of adjusted total income. Lastly, donation contributions made to certain relief funds and charitable institutions can be claimed as a deduction under Section eighty G of the Income Tax Act. 
All donations, however, are not eligible for deductions under Section 80G. You can claim a 100% deduction for donations made to specified government notified funds under Section 80G of the total income. However, if the donation is given to any other organization registered under Section 80G, you can take a 50% deduction for donations made. Any donation made in cash exceeding Rs 2000 will not be allowed as a deduction. The donations above Rs 2000 should be made in any mode other than cash to qualify as a deduction under Section 80G. That's all for today, ladies and gentlemen. Do tune in into the next episode of Blank Check by Black. Till then, stay safe and stay informed. This is Prarthana signing off.